Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. And welcome, everybody. Great to be with you, and I hope that the technology keeps working right so I can continue to be with you today. Because for some reason, uh, it just is. You know, when computers work, ain't it great? And when they don't... It ain't so great. Anyway, I'm glad that I'm able to have a conversation with you today about two things that are really important. First of all, Dallas Hurd has resigned as chairman of the Oregon Republican Party. And in his letter, and this, by the way, is uh, in the Oregon Catalyst, uh, Dallas, unfortunately, had a, he's a young man in his 30s, had a heart attack. The stress of being ORP chair he talks about in in his letter here on march 11th he will no longer be able to serve the party as chairman he blames this without naming names but he might as well blames it on communist psychological warfare tactics being used daily within the party that is the direct reference to solomon you now, he doesn't say that, but you have to know. It's a direct reference to Solomon Yu, who came from communist China. He's been the Republican committee man, national committee man for the last 20 years. He goes on to talk about all of this in his letter. It's in the Oregon Catalyst. You can see it. And there are people like our buddy Bill Post that are blaming the Republican Party's inability to do anything on Dallas Heard. So I just ask you this question. How long has the Republican Party been unable to really mount anything effectively? And Dallas Heard makes note of that in his letter of resignation. How long has it been? How long has Dallas Heard been? I mean, Bill Post says that you know, his speeches and his dreams just bamboozle everybody. Oh, I think it goes far beyond that. And I love Bill. But you have to go with what? Well, performance, right? And that's the second thing I want to talk about. Joe Biden yesterday is blaming the spike on, and this is, I guarantee you, this is poll tested. He is blaming the spike on gas prices on the war in Russia. He says, and he said yesterday in an interview that I just watched early this morning, and I, folks, I got up at 2 o'clock this morning because I couldn't sleep anymore. <laughs> there you go. I went to bed really early, and I suppose that's, you know, my just biological clock works that way. Anyway, I've been up watching a lot, reading a lot, and I will tell you that Joe Biden said, and what I watched him say in an interview, was that gas prices are up 75 cents since Russia invaded Ukraine. That's probably true. 
And in fact, I have the actual numbers. Now, it's in a Forbes piece, but guess what the price of gas was the day after Russia invaded Ukraine, according to the federal government. $3.57. What is it today? No, it jumped. I'm watching Fox Business. It jumped seven cents today. So what was it on election day? Well, I have that answer for you, too. It just so happens that on election day, gasoline prices were $2.17 in 2020. So here's why I'm saying it to you. And this is simple. Oh, and by the way, Freddie, thank you for sending me a great picture of, um, well, I, I guess this is of a, it is Kill Devils. It's a restaurant, probably in, my guess, in Kill Devil Hills, which is where the Wright brothers first flew. Uh, in North Carolina. And here's what it says on the reader board. It says gas prices are high because the oil is in Texas, but the dipsticks are in D.C. Yesterday, Joe Biden so-called bans Russian fuel, Russian gas. Now, you probably won't hear this on MSNBC or CNN or ABC, CBS, NBC, But you'll hear it on Fox and OAN and other places. As of last week, before Biden chose to come out yesterday and announce a ban, guess what? I'll tell you. No Russian oil was imported because all American oil companies said what? Said we're not importing any more Russian oil. It was a meaningless thing. Private industry had already decided not to do it. So here's why I, I say all this to you, because you are going to hear probably some people parroting the Democrat line. You're certainly going to hear it from the politicians. You are. But people in your sphere of influence are probably going to say, look, the reason gas prices are high is because Russia invaded Ukraine. Just ask them how high were gas prices the day after Russia invaded Ukraine? They're going to look at you and say, well, I, I don't know. They were, they were high. Yeah, you say, well, according to this Forbes article that I read, and I'll have it for you uh, on the show plan you can go to kslm.news and click on podcasts scroll down to political coffee click on that and click on today's broadcast and you can see the story the day after russia invaded ukraine gas prices according to the federal government in america averaged 371 a gallon in december they were 341 
Then you could say to the people who are believing that, you could say to them, you know, what were gas prices on election day 2020? They were $2.17 a gas, a gallon. So from 217 to 371, the day after Russia invaded Ukraine, who's responsible for that? How did that happen? It's not rocket science, folks. Again, the entire purpose of me doing this radio show is to give you things, persuadable arguments that you can make to your friends, not in arguing, but in asking persuadable, thoughtful questions, having thoughtful conversation about the issues that really do start people thinking differently politically. And that's how we're going to change America, folks. That's how we're going to change Oregon. And there's lots of evidence that Oregon is changing our way. Uh, we will get to uh, Art after we talk to Jesse, who joins us right now. Jesse, good morning. Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee official.com is her website. Jesse, how's things going uh, with the um, with the big convoy in D.C.? It's good. They had uh, they had their first meetings um, yesterday with uh, the Capitol and some senators, um, and basically their their goal of getting in there and starting to get the attention and get some media attention. They did have um, they finally had some some a uh, little more of the mainstream media there, um, and uh, so it's definitely. I mean, it's just the beginning. They didn't they. They, it's uh, it's going to take some time, and really, the the senators that were willing to meet with them were ones who already are fighting this fight, anyways, and trying to get everything rolled back. And um, so, the next step really is to get in front of um, people who, um, you know, need to <laughs> need to adjust their their votes on um, making these changes. So. Um, but at least it was a start, and I think everybody feels good about, um, you know, the the progress that is being made. Um, we have to uh, we have to leave today to head back to the West Coast. So sadly, this is uh, this is our last day with them. But um, the uh, the plan is to we've talked to a number of people. Talked to Trucker G yesterday. He uh, he's He's, he's kind of the, the famous trucker who's been keeping everybody informed. And um, if anybody is not already following him, go follow him. And um, he goes live every day and he's in it till the end. He and his wife are here and uh, they are, they're following, they're going to be in Hagerstown for about another week. And then <clears throat> the races start up here at the racetrack. So they're going to have to move to a second location um, for staging area um and i'm not sure where that one's going to be but um okay. there's uh there's a lot of them that are in it for the whole time and people still showing up and the people who have to leave are being you know replaced so hopefully hopefully we leave and five more people show up so that's uh that's the goal and um they're uh they're in it till till something changes so yesterday i think you said that there was a group of truckers that were going to be uh, circling the the beltway uh, did, did that happen and and what was your perception of of how it was received yeah so we we've actually been doing that each day so oh, you since, have? Okay. um yes 
So each day we circle the beltway at least once. Um, each morning we find out exactly what time we leave. And, um, the first, the first time the front truck ended up meeting up with the back of the convoy, which meant they circled it all the way around. Um, so they've moved into two lanes now. Um, we heard that, that the first day there were some people, um, trying to squeeze in and then brake check. Um, but we didn't hear any of that or we didn't see any of that. And everybody we've personally talked to didn't see any of that. They just heard that it happened to other people. So, um, so we, we've heard that there's a little bit of that going on. Um, and there's a direct, um, line to report it and the police every night. Um, so by the way, the, uh, the interviews or the interviews, the meetings all went live. So they are live. You can go to my Facebook and watch them. It's really interesting. And the way, uh, Brian, one of the, one of the original organizers of this, he articulates so well what we're here for, what the goal is, what they want. And, um, he also talks about the fact that every night they, um, at the meeting, they announce kind of what's going to happen every morning at 8 AM. They give us the exact plan, but every night they call, and they inform the police, they inform um, the Capitol. Everybody knows exactly what our route will be, when we're leaving, when we're Good coming back. And that Good way, everybody is, um, is, and the Capitol knows we're not going into D.C. We're not doing this. We are doing this. We're not doing this. So everything is, um, he said yesterday, it's probably the most, <laughs> probably the most peaceful protest that's, that's uh, come to D.C. in a long, long time. Thank but, you, Jesse. Uh, Unfortunately, really we... We are at the end of our time, folks. Thank you, Jesse. Have a safe trip home. Jesse Lee, L-E-I-G-H, official.com is her website. Check her out on Facebook. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. We are back uh, in a moment. We'll go to Art, who's been gracious enough to hang on through the Jesse Lee interview. That was going to be our last interview with her, so I wanted to make sure that she was able to talk about kind of where they are and what they've been able to achieve and the fact that they're not ending up like what happened in Ottawa. And you just heard it from somebody inside there, uh, inside the group. So if if someone in your circle of influence complains to you about this, you can tell them, you know what? I heard on the radio somebody who's there every day, and they talked about how well they're working with law enforcement they're not causing problems. They're meeting with senators and congressmen. Again, we change America one person at a time. Gas prices, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to Dallas Herd's resignation. Uh, I want to remind you, freedomheatingandair.net is the website for Freedom Heating and Air. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. This great company that's been in the Mid-Valley area for well over 40 years who uh, can take care of all of your needs to benefit you, to make your life better, more comfortable at home, in your business, in your apartment. They have special discounts for all of your HVAC issues for veterans, 
for senior citizens, apartment managers. They pride themselves on getting out to fix your problems as quickly as possible. In fact, many times much faster than their competition. Why don't you give them a call? 503-580-1456. If you need HVAC work, if your furnace isn't working right, your heat pump isn't working right, call them. In fact, we're going to be in the mid-20s here like tomorrow night. Call them today. Let them get it fixed if it ain't working right for you. 503-580-1456, 580-1456. I know I shouldn't have used the word ain't. It's not King's English. Mrs. Eiler, my English teacher, would be very upset at me. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Thanks for hanging on, buddy. I appreciate it. Hey, Jeff. I ain't ever going to give up. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. <laughs> okay. Jeff, um, we must, must rally together here in Oregon and we have to replace Ron Wyden. He, well, he's the head of the finance community back in D.C. Okay. This man is pushing global warming. He's pushing higher yeah. climate change. Yeah, he, is. Uh, he, he has been an elitist and uh, one step to make Oregon better is to get rid of this man. Now, I know there's a couple of candidates on our side. We must choose the person who's going to represent us the best. And then we must go all out, all out, Jeff, to replace this man because... He runs around Oregon saying how much he's done for the state. And truthfully, Jeff, he hasn't done a damn thing to protect the little guy. He no, all right, all right, the so, line. So you, you, you are right. And, and here's the challenge. Um, we have to have a candidate who is the Republican Party nominee to take on Ron Wyden, who has enough money and has the cojones to point out what you just said in a way that is emotional and gets to people's hearts. Now, here's the problem, Art. To get the money, you got to kiss Mitch McConnell's ring to get national money coming in because nobody's going to give money into Oregon, okay, unless they see that there's a real opportunity to win. The consultants that Mitch McConnell will send to Oregon to run that person's campaign are not going to have the cojones to do really innovative, creative, emotional stuff against Ron Wyden because you've got to connect the dots of everything you've just said. Ron Wyden claims to benefit all these wonderful things he's done for Oregon all these years. Yet. The establishment Republican consultants who direct how the money's spent to convince people that Ron Wyden isn't such a great guy, they won't go down that road. How do we fix that, Art? Well, Jeff, you know, it has to be a two-pronged attack. We know what the Republican Party does on their end. Mitch McConnell is worthless. However, uh... I, I believe it's Senator Scott who is in charge of the Republican Senate uh, money. Yes, he is. And, mm-hmm. and he's a good man. 
okay? Nothing like McConnell, okay? And and I believe, you know, we definitely gained the support of Rick Scott and, and don't even mess with them. But we here in Oregon need to step up to the plate and put our money where our mouth is. But also, we need to hold rallies all across the state about Ron White. We need to show up every, every time that man shows up in Oregon to do his quote-unquote tatatays with the Oregon people protesting him. We got to show Oregonians what a, and I'm going to say the word, what a cancer he has been uh, to our state. Hey, he stuck up for Kate Brown when she missed the unemployment debacle. Okay? They sacrificed that one person. We all know it was Kate Brown's fault because her crappy leadership. But these are the ways that we get the, the typical Oregon um, person uh, to hate. And every time, every time they go to fill up, Jeff, they need to point to the price thing and say, Ron Wyden yep, helped do this. That's it. That's it. Well said. And you're right. We need to be protesting him and getting lots of free media. Standing up. Love you, Back Jeff. Moment, God bless you. Keep up the good fight. You too. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back here. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. And we'll be back to the phones. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. So we're talking today about Dallas Heard resigning as chairman of the Oregon Republican Party in his resignation letter. Uh, it says, basically, the stress of fighting within the party and the leadership, and, and he obliquely blames Solomon Yu, okay, without naming him. That stress is too much for him. Okay, fair enough. So, what happens to the party now? Who takes over? Can the party get its act together to be a force in a powerful opportunity of what will be a wave election? Is that possible? Second thing is, you know, Joe Biden is blaming the spike on gas prices on the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The truth is, and this is important because you probably have people in your sphere of influence who are believing that. You need to tell them the truth. And the truth is very simple, and I'll have it on these stories on the show plan. The truth is very simple. On election day 2020, gas prices were 217, average in America. The day after Joe Biden or the day after Russia invaded Ukraine, gas prices were 371. 
So before Russia spiked, and it is spiking because of Russia's invasion, before that, what on earth happened to raise gas prices a buck fifty a gallon? You can ask that question in persuadable conversations with persuadable people in your world. 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk lane. In a moment, we will get to Glenn, who's been gracious to hang on uh, through the break. Uh, I want to remind you, Pfeiffer Roofing is a roofing company that is second generation family owned since 1978 here in the Mid Valley area. And they do all kinds of great things, all kinds of roofs to truly benefit you. If you got a leaking roof, even a flat roof, they can fix it for you. They do full roof replacement and cleanup. They do roof repair. You got leaks, they can come out and fix. They do roof cleaning. If you're elderly and you got moss on your roof, on your especially your asphalt shingle roof, you better get that off of it because that will create leaks. Gutter systems, they can do that for you. Plus, they have this, of course, this great new product called Roof Maxi, which you can only get from them. This is the soybean-based product that they just spray on your asphalt shingle roof. And it seals up the asphalt shingles. It gives it new life. It rejuvenates it. Gives you years before you have to replace the roof. And it does it at a fraction of the cost of a new roof. Give them a call. 503-647-4725. 647-4725. And they'll come out and give you a free estimate. And you can check out their great website, PfeifferRoofing.com, and read all about this. PfeifferRoofing.com. Let me spell Pfeiffer, P-F-E-I-F-E-R, Roofing.com. Let's go to uh, Glenn first, and then we'll move on to Jerry. Glenn, good morning. Yeah, yeah. What's what's local is what's real with people when they go to the voting box. Were you you in your seat uh, office when... uh, the big solar thing hit Oregon, and remember when uh, Biden, or not Biden, but uh, Obama came to Oregon, and Jeff Merkley and all of them were all raw, raw, raw with solar worlds. And you, were you in seat of, of authority at that no. time? No, no, I, I had long since left uh, Oregon government. I left in January of two thousand and seven. Um, you, then, he didn't get. You were at the tail end, though. But you must have still I, I was, been yes. around when it was happening. Yep, I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You all the money that was spent by the uh, state of Oregon and counties to Solar World and Panasonic and all those companies that went bust—they're all bankrupt now. What happens to that bonded debt? Is that not bonded debt that was given out from the state government to those companies? Well, some of it was. Uh, yes. What happens to that bonded debt? Well, look—the debt still has to be repaid. That means that. Um, if the state is it going on the energy bills? Is it going to go on everybody's energy bill? Well, it their monthly has. energy bill. <laughs> it already has. Yeah, whoops did right. Remember whoops in uh, in uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in Washington State at uh, when they were building five nuclear power plants. We're still paying for that. That's real. That's in everybody's right. pocket every month. And, so and that is a regional I'll, expense, by the way. But. That should be that should be a notation of the Green New Deal that you're paying for now that they want to revive back. And I have the documents that I delivered to Mr. Courtney's desk when it was going when it was going bust and they had no idea 
of that lawsuit for $780 million. I delivered those paper. They didn't go out and seek them. I sent them to his, ta- to his table, which led to a very interesting episode, which I can't get into because it makes me too angry. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, this is what needs to come to the forefront of the people of Oregon because they're paying for whoops, they're paying for all of that debt that was generated when all that hoopla with all of these senators of Oregon that that voted for the, for that money to go out, and now those they're all bankrupt, and they're, they're going to collect that money on all those uh, energy bills, telephone bills every month. Oh, you're you're right. I mean, look, we're still, I believe anyway, we're still paying for the decommissioning of the Trojan nuclear power plant for no good reason. There's nothing wrong with Trojan. No, there wasn't. It became a political issue. We're still paying for it. There there was a leak. There was a leak. I talked to the engineer at Trojan, and they repaired it. It cost them like $2.5 million, and it was working fine, and it worked 25 more years. What's going to happen if the last power plant, nuclear power plant, goes down at Hanford? They're not going to have enough power to power the Northwest. And that, yeah, that's on and, this last leg. Rapidly getting, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to get to brownouts just because they shut down the, <laughs> because they shut down that coal-fired plant in Boardman. Glenn, thanks for your thoughts. I appreciate them uh, today. <laughs> Look, folks, it's not just Russian oil. It's the entire philosophy. It's the Green New Deal. And that's what Glenn was talking about. The Green New Deal. What you need to say to people in your world so how do you like those Green New Deal gas prices, energy prices, your natural gas price? How do you like that? Whose idea was that? Green New Deal. Hmm. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Let's go to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Hey, Jeff. Go back. Go Beavs. Civil War Day today. So along with what you were talking about, uh, when I was involved with a bunch of campaigns, we always said uh, with the campaign manager, his uh, his motto was, win or lose as long as the check cashes. (laughs) Oh, how true that is. How true it is. I mean, what we were talking about before, I mean, everything is right on the table for, for them to take if you can get people brave enough to say it. But, uh, you know, uh, hammer them over the head with the vaccine and the virus. Uh, hammer them over the head with the mandates because they're going to come back in November. The, the, the only reason they brought them down is because the poll numbers were crashing and the Democrats panicked and uh, they're, they're being nice. Until November, we'll see those uh, we'll see those mandates back, and then just ask the people: Do you want ten dollar gallon gas? Do you want one hundred and fifty dollar Phillips, or do you want two dollar gallon gas? Well, exactly. I mean, it's there is a balance between protecting the environment, and there's a balance between not destroying an economy. And if you're talking about transition, you know, Joe Biden, the Democrats are always talking about transition. You Okay, fine. If we're going to transition, let's give us time to do it. Let's not destroy the economy while we're trying to transition. Right? I mean, well, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, let's also make, uh, make sense in whether or not there is such a thing as global warming being caused by CO2. Where, how is CO2 
trapping all of this energy in. The whole thing is, is a lie, just like COVID was a lie. Did you hear Deion Sanders almost lost his leg from, uh, from the, uh, the shot by having clots? They, re- they removed part of his, his foot. I did. I read that this morning. <laughs> and mean, he was I'm a big advocate of the vaccine. Yeah, we'll we'll see how much more of an advocate he is of the vaccine moving forward. As you know, as I suspect that there's going to be a lot more high-profile people that are either going to die from this vaccine of blood clots or are going to change their tune after they've experienced something negative from it. Right, heart, 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 uh, myocarditis, all of those things from the vaccine that has been hidden from the people. And deep, uh, and the candidate's got to say, no more hiding this from the people. We're going to find out exactly what happened, exactly how many died from the vaccine, exactly how many died from COVID itself, and we're going to investigate this thing to the nth degree to find out if the people were scammed for two years. You're right, and that's what's got to happen. Jerry, well said. And uh, appreciate your contribution today. Good luck. 503-589-1220. Go Beavs. Back in a moment. One more segment to go. If you want to comment on any of these things, don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Last segment for today. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. If you're looking for a real estate broker, if you're looking for a home, you should talk to Rebecca Donaldson. She's pretty good at what she does. In fact, she's so good at it that she won Best of the Willamette Valley. Now, you just don't get that honor bestowed on you because you're average. She's good. So if you're thinking about buying or selling a home or other real estate, why don't you give her a call? She'll work hard for you and do it right. 503 269 503-269-0747. That's Rebecca Donaldson. Check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. So, friends, in all of this, when I mean, you you truly have the opportunity to point things out to the persuadable people in your world. Ron Wyden is sold out to the Green New Deal. Green New Deal is destroying the economy right now. I mean, if you think inflation's bad now, wait until you get $7, $8 gasoline. 
I mean, there are some people in the petroleum world predicting $150 a barrel. I mean, what was it was 127 earlier. It's come off some today. That's good. But there's some people predicting $200 a barrel for oil. The left, the greenies, including many in the Biden administration, including Ron Wyden, Tina Kotek, think this is a good thing. It's not because the political repercussions are one thing. But it's the lasting damage to an economy that is a whole nother ball game. By the way, Anna writes me an email. If you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. She says, Joe Ray Perkins, I just want to point out that Joe Ray is a good, faithful Republican running against Wyden. Yes, she is a good, faithful Republican, truly, without question. Rich writes an email, says, gas prices. I believe the biggest pivotal point was when Biden turned off the Keystone Pipeline and started moving the nation towards the green agenda. The Ukraine fight is just an excuse to blame it on something other than the green agenda. He writes, maybe, just maybe, Putin is trying to save communism from the global reset. That's an interesting thought. China and Russia in concert, hmm, seems to be an underlying reason. Maybe, just maybe, it's the save the communist agenda. Sad to say that someone wants to save communism. Shouldn't surprise you because look at the basic things being pushed forward by the left right now. Just look at them. Look at them. It's communism, folks. Pure and simple. It's exactly what it is. It's just pure, unabashed communism. And that's where we're at. It's where we're at in Oregon. It's where we're at across the country. And there's a revulsion to it, as there should be. Now, I, I mean it. There should be an absolute revulsion to the communist agenda. Now, here's the problem. It's being sold as the progressive agenda, right? Isn't that what they're touting it as, the progressive agenda? Yeah, they are. And this progressive agenda is damaging us in America because it is antithetical to everything that we believe as as Americans, folks, not just conservatives or Democrats. I, I go back to this thing called liberty. It is that thing that actually binds Republicans and Democrats together in different ways. It even binds liberals and conservatives together in different ways. It's liberty. It is a passionate and a powerful thing. It has amazing, amazing attraction to people. That's why the world wants to come to America, <laughs> because of liberty. Lee writes me an email, says, my wife forgot to purchase coffee, so I had to purchase coffee on the way to work. It's wrong that coffee stand charges, or that it's wrong that the coffee stand charges 47.78 per gallon. 
It's their fault that my cup cost over five bucks. No, that's business. Could have purchased the coffee and made it for myself for a fraction of the cost, like 80 cents. Just like when our government has shut off production from our own oil and closed the pipeline. Well said. I want to remind you before I go to Rebecca that um, if you're looking for a contractor that you can trust to do a great job in your home, check out Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. You know, they do more than residential stuff, but they really specialize in the residential things. RighteousRenovations.com. That's the email or the not the email. It's the website of Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. You can check out all the great work they've done for other people which means you can have confidence if you hire them to come into your home, they're gonna do it right and not make your life miserable. That's important. Righteousrenovations.com. Let's go to Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning. And I think one of the hardest things for us to, to believe, even those of us who battle this, is that this is actually the goal of the communist movement. We lack the belief that anybody could hate us as much as they do and that they would want to do, on purpose, do what they do, even when they do it to us. Um, And lies are one of their biggest um, things that that they confuse us with. And they do it in our education system so that we grow up in the communist system. Our public schools were, the, the system that we have was started by communists. Um, the, there's several books people can read to go find that out. Um, the, the communists have been doing the wrong thing in education ever since they got the system started so that the kids don't, they trust the government, and, and I'm, I'm one of those. I, I was a government truster. It, it was when I went to a, a Democrat socialist meeting to talk about Margaret Sanger, and six de- Democrat ladies stood up after me, to defend Margaret Sanger and say that we had to have population control because there aren't enough resources. And that was about six or eight years ago. It was at that point that I all of a sudden said to to myself, these people actually believe that. They actually have this worldview. And and it was an eye-opener for me. And it also helped when I was talking to the Democrat chief of staff, and, he, and I said to him, do you realize that in Belgium, parents have been given the permission to kill their children through age 18? And he said, yeah, but only the handicapped. They I know, studying that is stuff. communism and Marxism that does not value life by any means necessary. We're seeing that play out in the Ukraine, and sadly, as Rebecca notes, we're seeing it play out here in America and even in Oregon. I'm back tomorrow and I hope you will be too. Keep praying for this great nation to keep fighting. Don't give up.